You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Hello, and welcome to Working Like Dogs on Pet Life Radio. Thank you for joining us. We're your hosts. My name is Marcy Davis, and as you know, my co-host, my service dog, Whistle. And we're thrilled to be with you today to talk about our favorite subject, working dogs and working animals. So today we have a wonderful guest named Deb Davis, and Deb is the National Marketing and Communication Manager for Paws with the Cause. And Paws with the Cause trains assistance dogs nationally for people with disabilities, and it provides lifetime team support, which encourages independence. And as our listeners know, or you may not know, Whistle came from Paws with the Cause. So we're so thrilled to have Deb here today, and she's speaking with us from the PAWS National Headquarters in Wayland, Michigan, and she's going to share some really exciting news about an opportunity that PAWS with a Cause has that's coming up that we can't wait to share with you, our listeners, today. So please, we're going to take just a short break, but we'll be right back with Deb Davis from PAWS with a Cause. We'll be right back right after these messages. Stay tuned. Hey, ready to take a walk? Not just you, but the whole family. It's the 2009 Whisker Walk, Sunday, June 7th from 11 to 3 at the Lancaster Fairground in Lancaster, Massachusetts. Pet owners and animal lovers walk to lend a paw to benefit the animal shelters and pet charities they love. Come see exhibits, demonstrations, educational programs, special attractions, product giveaways, entertainment, auctions, raffles, food, fun, and things for adults and kids to see, do, and buy, both human and pet related. Whisker Walk 2009, a fun day for everyone. For more information, log on to whiskerwalk.org. Having a rough day? Longing for the dog days of summer? Think your fun furry friend lives a dog's life? Well, find out everything you're begging to know as Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with pet expert and award-winning author Liz Palaika. Every dog has his day, and you'll find out how to make your dog's day fun and rewarding every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back. I'd like to welcome Deb Davis from Paws with a Cause to Working Like Dogs on Pet Life Radio. Hello, Deb, and thanks for joining us. Hi, Marcy. It's wonderful to be here. Thank you so much for inviting us to be on your show. Well, we're just so thrilled because Paws with a Cause is so near and dear to my heart because I've had two amazing service dogs from your organization. As you know, Morgan, who's now retired, and Whistle, my co-host, who's lying at my feet, my trusty, amazing service dog. So welcome. Thank you so much. And a big hello to Whistle as well. (laughs) He's wagging his tail, Deb. (laughs) So tell our listeners about Paws with a Cause. 
Well, as you know, we are a national organization and we train assistance dogs for people with disabilities. Just like Whistle is a service dog, we train service dogs for people with physical disabilities that might require the use of a wheelchair or might have a balance issue. And those service dogs can be trained to do tasks such as to retrieve dropped objects, to help open some doors by pulling on a door strap. Service dogs can also turn on and off light switches to help facilitate that function for people with disabilities. They can also be taught to retrieve the phone from anywhere in the house or the work environment to bring back to the person to use. Service dogs can also be taught a command called that's brace, and that's to help a person that might have fallen and can't get up off the floor. That service dog can help to do that task. Our organization also trains hearing dogs for the hearing impaired deaf, and those hearing dogs can be taught to alert their client to sounds that you and I hear every day. That could be the telephone ringing, it could be the doorbell ringing, it could be an appliance timer such as your clothes dryer or an oven timer. So no more burnt cookies in the house when you have a hearing dog there. Hearing dogs can also alert to the sound of a crying baby. They can also alert to the sound of a smoke alarm or a possible intruder that might be breaking in into the window as well. They can alert their owners to all different types of sounds, anything that needs the client's attention. The third type of dog that we train at Paws with a Cause is a form of a service dog, but it's called a seizure response dog. And that seizure response dog is placed with clients who have epilepsy or any other form of seizure disorder. And that seizure response dog can be taught to respond after a seizure and respond in the form of they can lay down with the client while they're having a seizure. That could be three seconds to three minutes to three hours. And that dog is right there to help respond after that person has had their seizure by retrieving the phone to call for help if they need assistance after their seizure. That seizure response dog can also be taught to push a medic alert button that could be attached to a service, a 911 medical service, or attached to a phone to call a neighbor or a friend to come over and help. And again, that seizure response dog can also be taught the command and the task of debrace. If it's a minor seizure and a person just wants a little bit of assistance to help get up off the floor, that dog can be taught to brace as well. So that's just a little bit about what the three different types of disciplines of assistance dogs that we do train at Paws with a Cause, as well as Marcy mentioned before about that lifetime team support. And Marcy, you know as a client exactly what that means. When we first placed Morgan with you, you also got our lifetime guarantee, for lack of a better term, that once you're a Paws client, you can always be a Paws client if it's your choice. And you definitely chose and that's how you got Whistle as a successor dog. So that's part of our organization as well, is we don't just say, here's a nice assistance dog, have a nice life. We are there for support. We are there through the entire team process. If your dog needs to have an additional task trained, because in the audience of people with disabilities, lifestyles change, disabilities change. So we're there for the lifetime placement of that dog. That's a little bit about Paws with a Cause. There's so much more into it, but that's a little bit about what we do. Well, that was a wonderful overview, Deb, and yes, I am a prime example of a Paws client and your commitment for the long term because I was just so impressed with 
pauses response to any issue that I've had, both good and when I needed some support. Um, you guys are just always available. You're just a phone call away. And it's so cool because the trainer, as you guys call him, a field trainer that I work with, is actually only an hour away from me, even though I'm in New Mexico and your national headquarters is in Michigan. Um, tell us a little bit about, Bev, um, Deb, how that works with your field trainers throughout the country. So if someone is in another state other than Michigan and they want a pause dog, how would that work? That's exactly true, Marcy, and that's exactly why we did develop the community field representative uh, business model concept. And so we can place these assistance dogs nationally around in different states, even though our headquarters and our only training center are in West Michigan, just south of Grand Rapids. All of our dogs are trained from the time that they come out of their volunteer foster puppy home until the time that they're about two years old, all of their four to six months of advanced training happens right at our national headquarters. So rather than follow the typical guide dog agency model where the clients come to us and then we would have to set up a residency, a dorm-like atmosphere, we've gone the other way and we take the dogs to the clients. And then our field representatives that are stationed across the country then come into your home, they come into your work environment, they come into your school environment, any type of environment that is in your lifestyle, they come in and they work with you very intensely at first. They're usually there on the day of or the day after the delivery of your assistance dog so you guys can get to know each other. The very first thing that they help the client through is to start bonding with that assistance dog. And the way that they do that is to make sure and ask the family members to not pay attention to the dog, to not pet the dog, don't feed the dog. Everything has to be done by the client for the first month to establish that bond together. So our field representatives are right there in your home. They're right there in your work environment. They're right there in your school environment helping you go through your team training for that next six months so you guys can become the successful working team that you are. It's just such a beautiful model. I, and that's one of the reasons that I was attracted to PAWS because as for my first service dog, I actually went to a training facility and I was there for two weeks. But as I got older and as issues with my disability started becoming more and more um, of a medical issue that I had to deal with and as a professional working, that it was really hard for me to be away from my job for two weeks or three weeks, I I just loved the the community-based in-home model that PAWS offered because it just gave me such more flexibility to continue in my current lifestyle and respond to my needs around my disability and yet still bring in a service dog into my home. And it was the best of all three worlds. I was able to get the support that I needed to get a new amazing service dog because I'm just so impressed with Paws's training abilities. And and I was also, Deb, what was so cool working with Paws was that first initial assessment that you guys did where you sent two field trainers in New Mexico to my home and what an intensive assessment they did with me and my husband and also my retired service dog at the time. I thought it was so beautiful how they included her in that assessment of to what my individual needs were. And then you guys came back to me and then told me what you thought you could train a dog to do to assist me. And it was just such an effective, efficient process. And I have to say that Morgan and Whistle 
have lived up to every ounce of my expectation and have far exceeded it in their ability to do all those different tasks that you were talking about. But I thought the individualization that you gave me in those tasks was just so important as a person with a disability wanting to live an independent life. That's wonderful to hear, Marcy, and thank you for those nice accolades for the organization because it really comes down to our core value at the organization of the fact that everything is about the client. And while it's wonderful to hear such great praise about Morgan and Whistle, don't shortchange yourself on the fact that this is an actual lifetime commitment of the client as well. You're not being handed a trained pony from the circus. This is a partnership you're entering into. This is a 24-7 responsibility of not just feeding the dog and letting it out, but also using the tasks that the dog has been trained. Each one of our assistance dogs is custom trained to the individual's need. So your disability may be named the same as your neighbor's disability, but because you're two independent people, it's going to affect your bodies in two separate ways. Therefore, dog A is going to need to be custom trained to your needs, and dog B we custom trained to your neighbor's needs, even though your disability might have the same name. And again, you and your neighbor have made that lifetime commitment to not only feed the dog, groom the dog, take care of the dog as a quote-unquote regular dog, but you've also made the commitment to continually use the tasks on that dog that that dog has been trained for. Because we all know the phrase, use it or lose it. The worst thing that you want to do in in your case of being a client with an assistance dog is to have a task that, yes, the dog has been trained because, yes, you requested it because you thought you might need it someday, but then come to someday when you do need it, the dog could have forgotten it because you haven't used it. So we constantly are telling our clients, Even if you don't need this particular task on a regular basis, still exercise it, still use it, still practice it with your dog. And if you have just a moment, I'd like to go into a story about a client here in West Michigan that did just that. Absolutely. Her name is Kathy, and she has a service dog named Sugar. So as you can imagine, this dog gets a lot of loving for a little sugar is exactly how she does. <laughs> That's great. Exactly. <laughs> Kathy's disability allows her to use an electric wheelchair, of which she has no control of her lower body, but she does have control of her arms, so she's able to use the hand controls on her wheelchair in order to coordinate her wheelchair and to drive down her ramp. And one morning, she was up and about, and she was getting ready for work. She went out her front door. Sugar went to close the door behind her just like every other morning, and Kathy had just gotten a new wheelchair about that month before. So she went to navigate and go down her wheelchair ramp down to her van to get ready to go to work, and one of the wheels had gotten stuck on the side of the ramp. And as it got stuck, it lurched her wheelchair forward, thereby bending her upper torso forward at the waist. Because she has paraplegia and doesn't have control of her lower torso, she had also lost the ability to control her stomach muscles to right herself. So here she was in a situation, folded over in her wheelchair. The force of the jolt had also removed her hands from her joystick control for her wheelchair. So here she was literally in a helpless situation. She kept calm. She thought, okay, I cannot reach my joystick to move my chair right now. I cannot reach my cell phone to call for help. What can I do? As she was talking, the service dog came around. Sugar came around and knew immediately that this was not a typical situation, that there was something wrong. It stood there very antsy-like, what can I do? What can I do, Mom? Tell me what to do. 
what we do in this particular situation, because Kathy had enough foresight to realize that she does not have control of her upper body and her stomach muscles, and there was the possibility of this situation happening, we had trained her service dog, Sugar, to do the lift command, to literally put Sugar's head into Kathy's chest area and push Kathy upright in her chair. As Kathy sat there bent over, she started to lose consciousness because of the lack of oxygen. And she remembers, I remember thinking, she says, my husband's going to come home tonight and find me like this, either unconscious or possibly passed out or passed away dead from the lack of oxygen. So again, in her calm state, because she could not reach her cell phone, she could not reach her wheelchair controls, she looked at her dog, and the last thing that she tried to say to her as she was losing her breath was, lift, lift. And she says she used all of the energy and all of the oxygen that she had left to lift. But in her mind, what's going through her mind is, this is not something we practice every day. Is Sugar going to remember how to do this? Is Sugar going to come to the rescue? Well, obviously, it has a positive ending because Kathy was around to tell us this story. And, in fact, that's exactly what happened. When, she, when Sugar heard Kathy using her last breath, she definitely knew something was wrong again, and she put her energy into action. She jumped up, and she rammed her, her head into Kathy's chest area enough to upright Kathy in her chair, and then she proceeded to hold Kathy in that position to allow Kathy enough time to get her arms back around up to her wheelchair controls. Then oh. Sugar got down, and you could just imagine, Kathy says, you looked at that dog like he had just been given the biggest bone in the world because that was his purpose in life. That was what he was trained to do, and he just had this opportunity to do it. But again, that just goes to show you, as Kathy said, they had practiced that particular task, but not enough that she felt it was confident, but that dog knew that task. So she was very, very, very grateful that they had practiced it. And again, it just goes back to that lifetime team support where we are there. We encourage the clients to continue to practice and to use those tasks because you just never know when you're going to need to ask your dog to do it. Oh, Deb, that is such a beautiful story, and that is so true. I can only imagine how proud Sugar was of herself when she did that because they know how much they're helping us, and especially when you're in a crisis situation like she was. So that is such a great story. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I'm sure you have a million stories like that of how Paws dogs have really saved their person's life. I know I have a few of those myself of how my dog has saved me in those types of crisis situations. But we're going to have to take a quick commercial break and we're going to continue talking with Deb Davis from Paws with a Cause. And when we come back right after these messages from our sponsors, Deb's going to talk to us about a really cool and exciting event that all our listeners are going to want to hear about in just a couple of minutes so come right back we'll be right back right after these messages stay tuned greetings human what planet 
Nehemiah. Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in Paparazzi, Candid Pictures of You and Your Pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No. To my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. Coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, this is the place for a special paparazzi treat. Only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back. This is Marcy Davis and my co-host Whistle at Working Like Dogs on Pet Life Radio. And we're talking today with Deb Davis from Paws with a Cause. And Deb's been sharing all the wonderful stories and information about Paws with a Cause and the service dogs and other types of assistance dogs that they train. But Deb, you've got something really exciting that you want to share with us today. So tell us about it. Well, Marcy, we are very excited about this. It's unlike anything that we've tried before. As a national nonprofit organization, we've always had to be creative with fundraising efforts, with branding efforts, with awareness efforts, to not only get our name as Paws with a Cause out there in the community, but also to support our mission of education on the benefits of assistance dogs. So being able to do that in an effective and efficient manner sometimes gets quite challenging, especially in economic times, just like any other nonprofit. One way that we've been able to do this is something unconventional, untried, let's say, that we've ever tried before. It's not necessarily a brand-new fundraising event where people are going to come to us, but this is something that we're going to invite the entire community of people with disabilities to join us on. That includes Pet Life Radio listeners. That includes anybody that's out there that likes to go cruising. Yes, believe it or not. (laughs) We are going to do a service dog cruise. Oh, I love it. What an entirely new concept. I just think it's going to be such a great opportunity. And we've partnered with Royal Caribbean Cruise Lines, and they are offering a service dog cruise that will be departing from Los Angeles, and we're going to go down to Mexico, visit a few ports down in Mexico on the Mariner of the Sea ship, And that trip is actually going to be taking off in January of 2010, if you can believe saying 2010. It's going on in January of 2010. And, again, people with disabilities who have assistance dogs are invited to come on this cruise with their assistance dogs. 
We all know under the Americans with Disabilities Act that service dogs, seizure response dogs, hearing dogs, guide dogs, any type of certified assistance dog are allowed into public places. They have public access into anywhere that people can go under the ADA. This is just a further extension of that as well, crossing into Mexican territory, international territories, Royal Caribbean Cruise Line has really stepped up to the plate and identified this as a need of their clientele of people with disabilities to bring their assistance dogs on board to be able to enjoy their vacation with their assistance dogs. So Applause with the Cause is proud to be able to offer this to, again, anybody that's out there that would have an interest in going cruising with us, with other assistance dogs, other assistance dogs that have been trained by other agencies on the Royal Caribbean Cruise Line. Well, I am so excited about it, and when I heard about it, and you and I spoke about it, I immediately called to make a reservation for Whistle and myself and my husband, Franz. So we're so thrilled to be joining you on the Service Dog Cruise. It just sounds like a wonderful, wonderful opportunity to have some fun and also to to learn more about service animals and to spend some time with other service dog teams. So it, it just, it's such a great idea. And Marcy, we were so thrilled that you did decide to join us. You are an avid cruiser and very familiar with with the cruising life, and we're excited to blend the two interests. And as you said, to get other assistance dog users on board, to create a community of assistance dog users where we can sit down and have these conversations. We can do the fun activities with other assistance dog users. We can talk about the tried and true. We're going to have a few seminars on board about health of assistance dogs, things to keep people interested as well, not to mention the wonderful amenities that the cruise ship Mariner of the Seas brings of its own accord, nothing that we even have to do. Things on board such as an ice skating rink on the cruise ship, rock climbing walls, inline skating, promenades, restaurants. Oh, we all have heard about the restaurants and the food that is served on cruise ships. It's absolutely amazing, and that in and of itself is just such a selling point. There's, of course, a casino. Talk about a captive audience. You're out floating in the ocean, and you've got a casino right on board. What a wonderful opportunity to be out there and, again, interact, mingle, and just have a nice, relaxing vacation. Well, I know, and, you know, people always ask me, how in the world does your service dog use the bathroom on a cruise ship? Because one question. (laughs) And do you want to tell our listeners how that works, Deb? Well, you know, I might even throw that back to you because you have experience, but what it's been explained to us is the way that they set up for it is they do have a designated area where they have, uh, for lack of a better word, roped it off and put down absorbent material where the dogs will go ahead and just, as they say, do their business. But what do you have to add to that? Well, it's, it's so easy. It's really, it looks like a sandbox. That's what I relate it to. It's a big box, and it's so wonderful. You can take your dog right. It's a relief area, and it's a nice-sized box, and the dogs can get in and and take a break, which is the command that, that we give our mm-hmm. dogs, and it's wonderful. And then you can clean up after your dog right there. And I have to say, every time that I've cruised, the staff is just so wonderful. And they offer to assist me with that. But I haven't needed it. It's been such an easy process that I can just take. I took Morgan right down to the area. And he had the opportunity. And boy, let me tell you, as we were taking Morgan to the bathroom and looking up over the back of that ship at the beautiful sunrise, 
skies or the beautiful sunset, we told Morgan what a lucky puppy he was to get to be going to the bathroom at such a beautiful, beautiful location. No kidding. Not exactly something that you're used to saying to the dog, look up at the beautiful sky while you eliminate, but... <laughs> but it exactly was. Right. As they say, you can leave the black and white film at home for that particular opportunity, that is for sure. And the truth has so many wonderful aspects of it that not only are you going to be able to enjoy the sights, you know, at those early morning potty breaks, but this is a seven-day cruise that goes down to the ports of Cabo San Lucas, it goes down to Mazatlan, and it also goes down to Puerto Vallarta. So we've got lots of good stops in Mexico. You can go off and do any kind of an excursion that you might want to add on. There's also plenty of shopping to be done. Two days at sea. So over the seven days, there's cruising, there's port stops, there's shopping, and there's onboard activities for an entire week of a nice, relaxing trip. It just sounds wonderful. And I have to tell you, I will be packing Whistle's black tie so that he will be ready for dinner. That's what Morgan would do. I had a little bow tie that Morgan would put on in the evening so that he could be ready for the formal dinners. And he had so much fun doing that. And all the photograph opportunities. He even had his photo taken with a life preserver on at the training that we get when we board the... (laughs) the ship (laughs) so it's just a wonderful experience it is so much fun for everybody and like you said there are so many different things because Morgan and I would also find ourselves going to the spa where we like to have some little spa treatments as well to the shopping and all of the sightseeing and all the other things there's just so many things to do on a cruise ship it's like a floating city it definitely is and as you mentioned the spa it makes me think The way that spas have developed over the past few years, you're not just talking about getting your nails done anymore. You're talking facials, you're talking manicures, you're talking pedicures, hairstyles, haircuts, massages. I believe you could spend the entire cruise in the spa is what I've heard. Many, many different services available there. Yes, you could. There's so many different things to choose from. It's just it's just so much fun. It's where you get to go away for like seven days, like you said, and it's just nothing but fun, nothing to worry about. All your meals are taken care of. You don't have anything to worry about. All you have to do is just enjoy yourself. So I think it's just a wonderful idea. And the other thing that's so great is, is Pause is offering so many different packages where you can really have different um, payment options and different rates depending on how much you want to spend. Can you tell us a little bit about that, Deb? Certainly. We do have the different levels, as any, on any cruise, the different levels of staterooms. And our staterooms for an inside stateroom, they are beginning at $450 per person. So in today's world, in today's economy, that's not a bad price when you think about a seven-day fully inclusive vacation because, as we know, the food on board the majority of it is included in your stateroom price. Uh, I believe that, um, like alcoholic beverages and anything over and above a basic beverage is where you run the bar tab on top of that, but your other beverages are included, not to mention the fact that they are served to you, whether you're poolside, whether you're on the deck, whether you're in the casino. 
that in and of itself can sometimes be a luxury. Like you said, you don't have to worry about cooking. You get your food all served to you. You get your beverages all served to you, and you get pampered and catered for the week. And again, the minimum price on our inside staterooms begin at $450 and just go up very, very small increments from there to include ocean view staterooms at $590 per person up to balcony staterooms that begin at $690 per person. All of those charges then have their port charges and government taxes on top of them, and none of them include airfare. So each participant is responsible for their own airfare. Depending on where you come from the country, we all know how competitive airfare is these days. So being able to get in something booked for January, again, and that service dog cruise runs January 17th, departing from Los Angeles, and it returns January 24th, again, back to Los Angeles after hitting those Mexican ports. So that's the week of January 17th through January 24th. And I do advise people to visit our website for more information. And I'm going to give that, I'm actually going to give two websites, if I may. Our first website that I'd like to give you is that of Pause with a Cause. And that's www.pausewithacause.org. And that's P A W S with a C A U S E.org. And the second website I'd like to give is specifically about this cruise and that is servicedogcruises.com, servicedogcruises.com, and they have the information in there with all of the charges and how to put down a deposit on the service dog cruise for this cruise with Royal Caribbean on January 17th. And, Marcy, as you mentioned, we've tried to make it a little bit easier to put down a small deposit, have another payment due in July with the final payment due in November. So it's a bit of a of a payment plan, if you will, to be able to spread it out through 2009 for that cruise in 2010. Yeah, I thought that you guys have just made it so easy to take this cruise. And I also loved when I was working with the contact person, Don Flynn, when I was making my reservation at Cruise Travel Depot. Mm -hmm. She was so great. She sent me the information through email. So I was able to just fill in my little information um, and it was so great because it asked what were my needs as a person with a disability and it was so simple to get an accessible room she was able to tell me about all the amenities of the room as far as what I would need for my disability so I really encourage people if you have a disability and you have a service dog it is going to be no problem for you to take this cruise it'll be so easy you'll be amazed at how accessible your room will be and also of how the staff will work with you for the excursions in those wonderful cities of Cabo San Lucas, Mazatlan and Puerto Vallarta I, I mean it's just there's just no reason why you think there might be a barrier that you couldn't participate in this because for accessibility um, she also talked with me about arranging my transportation from the airport in L.A. to the ship. So I don't even have to worry about that. They'll have an accessible vehicle that will take us from the airport to the cruise. So it's just, it's a great opportunity for fun in the sun for you and your whole family and your service dog. That is so true, Marcy. And as you mentioned, the Don Flynn, she is the travel agent that has arranged all of this for us and is working with us, and I'd like to give her 800 number as well. For the Pet Life Radio listeners that want to do exactly as you did, call up and ask the questions. Find out more information about traveling with your assistance dog. And Dawn's number at Travel Depot is 
800-418-4242. And again, that's 800-418-4242. And one thing that I wanted to mention is even though I'm speaking on behalf of Pause with a Cause, this is not by any chance limited to Pause with a Cause assistance dog users. This is anyone out there with a certified assistance dog that would like to do cruising and would like to join us on board as well. And Dawn, as you mentioned, can answer all of those questions about cruising with your assistance dog. One thing I do want to mention is that Paws will receive a donation for each stateroom booked. So that is, one of, again, one of the, the creative ways that we've looked at fundraising as well as spreading awareness as well as, as, well as spreading the word about assistance dogs in general. Another opportunity to get on board to spread the assistance dog word. Right. That's so great. And there are a couple of things that you will need to have. Um, and Dawn provides that information that if you are traveling with your assistance dog, you're going to need to have a health certificate. And your veterinarian can help you complete that certificate. And you're also going to need proof of your dog's um, shots and immunizations. But those are simple things that you can get from your vet. Um, I know I've traveled internationally with both of my assistance dogs with Morgan and Whistle went to Mexico over Christmas and it was really simple. All we had to do was get that health certificate and I went ahead, there's, there's some interesting things about that health certificate. Your vet signs off on a portion of it and then you actually need the USDA representative to complete that health certificate. Now, Don told me for this trip, you don't have to have the USDA to sign off on it. The Mexico does not require that. But when I took my dog to Europe, they did require it. So I just go ahead and do that anyway, just so I'm I'm safe and I have all of my documentation, but you're going to need that health certificate from your veterinarian. You're definitely going to need that. But it is, it's a great opportunity for you to educate um, yourself about traveling with an assistance dog to get that health certificate and to look into what Mexico requires for service dogs. Because what I've learned is that every country is different. So I always look at the Mexican consulate's website has information on what you need when you're traveling with an animal. And it's really simple. It's not not as cumbersome as some people might think, so it's an easy process. You're exactly right, and a great point to bring up. And also a note to all listeners, that health certificate is also required by every major airline. So in order to even get to L.A., you're going to need that health certificate to board the aircraft as well. So that's just going to do double duty for you, not only to board the aircraft, but the cruise ship. And as far as the responsibility on the human end of it, passports are required for this cruise. So don't forget to pack your own documentation, your own passport, as well as your animal's information. That's a great point, Deb. Yes. Well, I am so sorry we are out of time because, Deb, I could sit here and talk to you about this all day. But I am so excited to be joining you guys for the cruise. Whistle and I are really looking forward to it. And, Deb, if you would just tell our listeners one more time about how they could contact you or Pause with the Cause to get more information about the cruise. Okie dokie. They can visit our website at www pausewiththecause.org or they can give us a call at 800-253-7297 
and a friendly reminder or to let people know that they're going to want to act soon because just like every good offer in life, our deadline for registration is coming up at the end of April. So please give us a call for more information and we'll be happy to put you in touch with Dawn at Travel Depot. Well, Deb, thank you so much for being with us and you're going to have to come back because there are so many things that we need to talk about, um, other things that PAUSE is doing and about the training that you use and, and all of the different types of service animals and assistance dogs that, that PAUSE trains. We'd love to continue these conversations with you and, and other members of your wonderful team. So thank you so much for being with us today. You are most welcome, Mercy. We'd love to join you at any time, and we thank Pet Life Radio listeners for your interest in assistance dogs. Well, we want to thank all of our listeners for joining us on Working Like Dogs at Pet Life Radio. We'd also like to thank our sponsors and our producers for making our show possible. And if you have any questions or comments or any ideas for a future show, please email me at marcy at petliferadio.com. And that's M-A-R-C-I-E at petliferadio.com. So thanks so much for being with us today, and we look forward to being with you again soon. Thanks so much. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.